and welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. My name's different. It's Cody Johnston. I'm still on this show, though. So same show, different name. Hi. Heck yeah. And joining us today for the second time, I want to say, second time is author, blogger, podcast guest person, Twitter, and TikTok phenom, Jason Pargin. <laughs> have I only been on here once? That sounds know. right, but also seems impossible. But then again, it's all a blur. My life is just a blur of podcasts. Yeah, with a similar like cast of people that you end up doing different people's shows and you're like, you know, there's, there's crossover. Yeah. Although for the, the, the release uh, window of this book, I've, I'm only doing your show. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to take you at your word there. I believe you. Uh, we're going to chit chat a bit with Jason. But I'm first. on behind the bastards, like literally today. I Doing a four parter. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. That's fun. When you're yeah, like, yes, I'll do we it. We recorded Wait. that. Oh, in one shot. It yeah. took six hours. Yes, it does. You say yes, and then you realize later that you should have asked how many episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today, October 13th, is National Train Your Brain Day. I guess that means like puzzles and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one's better, though. <laughs> no offense, Jonathan. I found this one on Twitter today. Had to do it. National. I don't actually. Maybe it's not national. It just says no bra day. I am wearing mm. a bra. Some of us, it's best if you wear a bra. I'm not comfortable if I don't. It's to encourage breast cancer awareness. Oh, that's more information that's probably important mm. for this context. Okay, don't it wear a might bra. be. I suspect that some, some of the boosting of that hashtag and the posting on Twitter might be from men who actually don't care about <laughs> breast cancer. Mm. That, I, that is pure speculation. I'm not, it seems you know like. What? You're right. I think it's. I think it's fair to assume that, much like with, like, what, Frida no Nipple on Instagram. Yeah, yeah Frida Nipple, do it. Yeah, I, yeah, girl, whatever you want me to agree with. By yeah. far, the best form of female empowerment is more nudity. <laughs> Show more of your bodies, ladies. Don't don't be shy. Feminism. That, as, as an that's ally, I Patriarchy agree. that's making yeah. you cover yourself. <laughs> yeah, as an ally, post those photos. Yeah. And along those lines, uh, Friday, October 14th, National Be Bald and Be Free Day. Everyone out there, just just be bald. Wait, be bald and be free. If you happen and be, to be free? Yeah. They didn't need to add that part. Also, the whole day, but. I mean, free from hair? I like my at? hair. I, don't, I guess I don't understand. Yeah, I don't either. It's just to celebrate baldness. Those who happen to be bald or just have less hair than others, mm-hmm. you can be free. You can be free with as as free as the haired. How do we? Oh. I'm sure you get this question. How do we celebrate it? Like, what specifically am I to do? Should I donate to some organization? Like this last thing was for a charity and for horny dudes on Twitter. But what's like? What do I? How do I observe this holiday? Um, oh, you uh, here, naturally. So. Question on the website for this this day: How to observe Be Bald and Be Free Day? Naturally, we want you to share your bald selfies with us on social media. The day offers an opportunity to support <laughs> those going through treatment as well, and definitely be sure to use Be Bald and Be Free Day as a hashtag to post on your social media accounts. Also, give a shout out to those you know who are clean on top. Whether using the day to tease or support a friend, be sure everyone enjoys the day. I just want all of my bald friends to know that I want them to enjoy this day. And I'm going to put them out there. I'm just going to celebrate them for being bald. I'm going to post pictures of all my bald friends. If you are a a guy out there who's bald, you know, I, I think men are extremely, extremely paranoid about baldness. But... You know, there's some bald dudes out there just having tons of sex. Like Patrick Stewart, I, I don't think he ever, even now, he, he's 90, 98, 90, 99 years old. I'm sure I don't, he may be happily married. I don't know. But I'm sure that there's, you know, you ran to Patrick Stewart in a bar. You're not going to turn him down. Like his baldness was never a turnoff. You you just need to be as charismatic as him. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, your, your Statham's. Uh, Tucci yeah. re- Renaissance, oh, you know, Stanley it's all... Tucci. Yes. See, Absolutely. see, you hear that? You hear that, folks at home? You see how she said Stanley Honestly, Tucci just now? I fully, fully. God, I'm, I'm about to. 
I stand. I cannot believe I've never said I fully stand, but here it is coming out of my fucking mouth. Sounds weird. A bald man, sexy, confident. You rock it out. Voldemort, all the greats. Yes. Oh my God, Voldemort. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stanley Tucci as Voldemort would have been a, a weird choice. <laughs> it's like, like you yeah, could possibly make the case that it would have been good. Like, yes, yeah, a weird choice. You're right. Okay. Enough of that chit chat. Here's some different chit chat. Jason, I have teased the fact that you are a TikTok phenom, but you kind of are getting a lot of engagement over here. Um, I am afraid of TikTok. I'm not afraid of it. It's just like, I don't understand it. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand what I should do with it. And tell me what I should understand about TikTok. I'll, you should understand that until August or so of this year, I swore I would never get on TikTok oh. because it seemed like the most insidious of all the platforms. But mm-hmm. everybody telling me all of the traffic has gone to TikTok. Like you do not know how dead Twitter is or how dead Facebook is or how dead Instagram is until you go to TikTok. And especially for authors that uh, book talk and the book review TikTok is this whole scene and that if you want any hope of the next generation of kids to read your books, and I do need that, otherwise my readership will just slowly die over time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then you have to be on TikTok. So I reluctantly made an account and spent weeks observing how it works and then started doing posts. And keep in mind, as much as you're reluctant to do it, I do not do on-camera comedy stuff of any kind i have a youtube that i reluctantly made and i you know put up a video like twice a year so the idea of doing like a daily daily you know face to the screen doing trying to do some sort of comedy or something was not something i was looking forward to but yeah i now have more in the two months i've been on there i have more followers on there now than i have on facebook and that's a Facebook page I've had for 15 years. Oh. And in two months, I have 22,000 followers, something like 15 million views on my wow. videos. I have one with 4 million, one with 2 million, another with a million. Like, I've, I've had these just, and there, it's mostly just me reading my failed old tweets, tweets <laughs> that got 37 likes. And on there, just the size of the audience and the way engagement explodes, it's like, oh, everybody's here. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize everyone had left the party and that so now in this last two months, this is more people I've reached at any point in my life, except for that one brief window at crack where the columns were doing millions of hits. And, and yeah, I had a couple going that went absolutely crazy. The two, 2012 era. Is that 10 years ago? It was like, yeah, yeah. Jesus. It fast, ago. Yeah. But I've now like I've that one TikTok that's reached 4 million people, that's now like my third most popular piece of content of my lifetime. Like of all the things (laughs) I've touched in my entire writing life of everything is that stupid TikTok post. That's how many people are on TikTok. And I'm not doing anything crazy with it. I'm just doing my old bit, but that's where all Mm. the people are. No, you're not. Yeah. And that's when they put it like whatever. (laughs) Yeah, because you also don't even need to, like, follow people necessarily. It just, like, pops up in people's feeds. Because that's, I mean, people just spend hours to scroll, like, flip through, flip through, flip through. So if you get that one hit. The time spent on TikTok blows away every other platform, like, combined. It is mm-hmm. so super addictive. And again, I don't want to be a part of this dystopian mm-hmm. mind control software. <laughs> but if you want to reach people, it's like, well, if I'm talking people into putting down their phones and reading this book I wrote, then that's at least something because it's better for them to read a book than to stare at their phone for, you know, 12 straight hours. I mean, yeah. I still don't understand how it works, but I understand now that I should do it. But mm. you know what? I, I'll just you you are being you're not trying to. I mean, I don't know. I don't know all of your TikTok. I I've already admitted I don't use the app. <laughs> <laughs> but like. You, there's all these dances that you're supposed to do and certain well, there's ways definitely, you're supposed I mean, to do there's, music. And I'm like, there's, you don't have to. What? You See, do. That's what I thought. I thought yeah. it was 15-year-old girls doing viral dances. That's five years ago. Oh, shit. TikTok has expanded, has expanded to everybody. And yeah. they have intentionally tweaked it and changed the platform so that the old people are on there. The famous people are on there and like you still see people doing like syncing stuff up to viral songs because that's a big thing. You can take a sound and then lay your own video over the sound. Right. 
And like the the navigation like encourages you to do that. Like you can grab the popular mm -hmm. song of the day or the popular clip of the day and you lip sync to it. But like in my feed, I now get none of that because you train the algorithm for you. So I get, you know, like the soothing woodworking videos or the interesting yeah. that people doing gardening stuff or the the funny animal stuff. Like it's it's filtered it down. Like I filtered out all of the, you know, the anti-vaccine craziness and and the women promoting their OnlyFans, like doing basically sex worker ads. But it it takes weeks to train it. But once you've trained it, yes. It hones in on just what you want. And it's like it is a social media platform made just for you. And it is weird. Yeah, that was one of the uh, I, I still haven't like engaged with it and like made TikToks, but like I've I'm dabbling and trying to like get my feed tolerable. Basically, that was one of the the more like alarming things when I first downloaded it. And I was like, this is like blank feed. This is like what they give you. And it was just like a lot of just upsetting garbage i guess yes it's trash uh, it's outrage stuff it's it's viral fights and stuff like that like yeah. the default and the dances the and stuff where it's like this is garbage yeah. Yeah. Not like pandora's box you open it and close it real yeah. quick. yeah but then like you start liking stuff and like no this kind of thing and then it adjusts and and improves slightly <laughs> for example i think there are somewhere out there there are like 15 year old girls who realize i've blocked them on there and think that that I'm mad at them or something. It's like, no, when I first logged in, their algorithm fed me a lot of dancing 15-year-old girls, and I wanted to make it really clear I'm not here for that. Mm. Like, I, 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 this is, you should only be feeding that to other 15-year-olds. You should not be saying, hey, this guy's in his late 40s. He'll, he'll want to <laughs> yeah, see this. No, uh, you should It's like, no, no, no. Uh, no, give me, give me some guy like, like fixing a, his fence in his backyard and, and it's like soothing to watch him do farm work or something. Give me that. Yeah. Something's relaxing and that is not triggering my outrage and definitely not like, Hey, you know, uh, these girls will, will be legal in a few years. Why don't you watch this? Christ. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do a little work to make it tolerable, I think, but. To the point that the first time I saw it, I was like, this is a nightmare and I'm not using it. Mm -hmm. And people kept telling me, no, 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 you got to click not interested, not interested. Like you got to be really harsh with it and you got to like block the, the, the conspiracy accounts. You got to really signal your boundaries. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. firm boundaries, you know, no time to feel bad. You need to make it clear. Right. And it's not enough to just scroll past. You have to really say like, no. That's correct. Um, That's which correct. Is something that, that, that I is crucial to. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I can like stuff, but like, no, I scrolled past it quickly. That means I don't like it. No, you need to say I do not like this. I do that on my Instagram feed, too. But first, guys, we got to talk about some news other than oh, thank TikTok goodness. news. Hey there, you smell great. Yes, I can smell you. I always could. Have you heard of stamps? They're little art pictures that you stick onto mail because mail carriers love art. They look at the art while they deliver your mail, and the more art you give them, the faster they run. Anyway, stamps.com is a thing you can do if you're too busy to go to the post office. They let you purchase and print stamps right in your home, which is great for the busy holiday season. Yes, sir! Stamps.com gives you access to all the USPS and UPS services you need right from your computer. Plus, major discounts on their rates. You have a small business? How about a medium business? Did I ask about large businesses? Stamps.com is good for all of those sizes of things. So what now? Where do we go from here? I feel like we've been on a great adventure together. So now I'm going to tell you how to get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MORENEWS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MORENEWS. Stamps! They're little art stickies for traveling paper. Hi, it's Katie, and in these spooky times, there is nothing spookier than having your private information stolen from you. Just imagine if I broke in your house, stole your wallet, measured your shoe size, and shaved your beard while you slept. You wouldn't like that at all, but then again, maybe you shouldn't have messed with me first. Anyway, this is an ad for ExpressVPN, which will protect your private information from data brokers. <laughs> Not from Katie, though. Nothing can protect you from Katie. Did you know that data brokers can even sell your info? That's 
that's lingo, that's short for information right there, to the IRS and Department of Homeland Security, well, that's no good. But with ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden. They also encrypt 100% of your network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. It also works on all your devices and is super easy to use. So why not try it out? What are you waiting for? Someone to break in your house and cut holes in all your socks? Who would do such a thing? Visit expressvpn.com slash more news right now and get three extra months free through my special link. That's expressvpn.com slash more news. Expressvpn.com slash more news to learn more. Thanks and goodbye. So interrupt me anytime because a lot's happened over the last week. So I'll just start going through this yay timeline. And we'll we'll see what happens here. So first, he was at Paris Fashion Week uh, with Candace Owens wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Okay, stop. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Uh, I just <laughs> wanted to. So we actually have a. If you're listening, you can check it out. It's from like four or five years ago. A video specifically about like the relationship between Candace Owens and Kanye or Ye, um, and like the Prager U sort of ecosystem and their views and how they sort of have leaked into uh his worldview and apparently expanded quite a bit uh, over the past few years but continue sorry yeah that's a good stop and a good reminder so pause this watch that go watch it yeah yeah what is it two hours three hours and then i'm gonna interrupt you again and say don't pause this write a note to yourself i mean that's probably easier right Finish one thing, then go to the other. But write it. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. do write a note and go find it. Okay. Yeah, stay organized. Unpause. So, so after talk. after Paris Fashion Week, he uh, Tucker Carlson invited Ye to come on the show. Two nights of his show were dedicated to this interview, um, which I've watched way too much of. Not the whole thing. That's the interview where he said things like the Gap knew about the Uvalde shooting before it happened. So I haven't watched this interview actually. I've seen some clips. Please explain this to me. I mean, there's nothing to explain. No, that's just he, it's it? a it's a it's a it's a rambling kind of chaotic the interview knew. the gap well uh, oh he didn't like give his evidence for this. no uh, the like the clothing store the gap yeah I'm yeah. Confused. yeah yeah the yeah. gap and if that's true then god you better loop like banana republic in there i'm pretty sure they're owned by the same company i mean yeah. so so this interview airs a lot of clips get shared online it's very odd the uvaldi uh, one did not really get a lot no, of attention it didn't. uh this is, this is the first time hearing of it yeah. maybe uh, am i losing it on the kanye no, that's what he, no. he did say that like i uh, i heard about it yeah this I only, is i only realized it like a day ago it wasn't yeah. i'm just saying it wasn't like part of like the big burst of like can you believe yeah he said this and this and this yeah never um, trended I, i'm on twitter all day unfortunately i never yeah. saw it trend as a thing no, well, when okay, we're done I'll do look... you get certain trending topics different than me i'm always like i i think they're giving me specific trending topics but yeah that's a good point we'll look it's into possible the that... mystery but regardless there was a lot of stuff about kanye in the past week it's easy to imagine that something might get buried because this one isn't explicitly <laughs> like racist or anti-semitic you know this is just bizarre just bad just, just conspiracy, stuff. conspiracy yeah. stuff and he's talked about this in the past like uh in interviews with... like with specifically like this paranoia yeah. of like you think every you look around you think everybody is like out to get you and this sort of like conspiratorial way of mm-hmm. thinking that he experiences um, okay, I'll, I'm going to get to the, the meat of this. So, okay, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> at this same time, Meta suspends Ye's account after he shared a text conversation with Diddy in which he accused Diddy of being controlled by Jewish mm-hmm. people. Then Ye goes to Twitter. He ha- his account is active, but he hasn't been on in like a year and a half. He shares a photo of him and Mark Zuckerberg, and he criticizes Zuckerberg for kicking him off Instagram. Elon Musk tweets, welcome back to Twitter, my friend. And then I think it's the next day or maybe even that night when Ye tweets, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Woof, man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Followed so, it up with, um, who do you think invented cancel culture? Yeah, oh, sure. Which is also referring to uh, Jewish people. Yes. We have to assume. Oh, boy. We kept interrupting you, and then I lost the flow of interruption. <laughs> I mean, do you yeah, want Jason, me to keep going? I'm like halfway through the timeline here. Yeah. I oh, mean, I didn't realize it continued after that. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's a lot more. I mean, we can save it. Keep. I don't know. This is going to. I, I'm it, whatever you say or whatever you jokes you make or whatever. I suspect is not going to age well because I. It feels like this is going to become tragic in a couple years or a few years. So it's one of those things where, well, knowing how the story ended, looking back at how mm -hmm. we were kind of making fun of him, it feels. Um, I don't know because it, it, in this case, like if he is. And I know we don't want to diagnose him from afar. If he is in a truly, like he uh, mentally, if he's having a mental breakdown, then kicking him off of a platform like Twitter is doing him a favor mm -hmm. because you're just turning him into a sideshow. And actually, if you're Tucker Carlson or you're Candace Owens and you're having him on your show for free clout or whatever it is you think you're doing, because it's, it's further like, well, agenda. Here's, yeah, it's really here's a black it's man who gross. agrees with us. Mm -hmm. And it's clear that he's not connecting thoughts like logically, like he's just seeing stuff. And that's predatory, in my opinion. And I think they are actually more I I because they're not crazy. They're not mentally ill. They're just doing it for this is traffic. This for is clout, this is whatever. And so giving him a platform to spout craziness because it's like we're owning the libs. You know, I'm not. I'm not excusing anything he said. I'm just saying that if it, knowing. Oh no! It's. I mean, it's like well, because they've been used. I mean, they've been using him for a long time, and like obviously, like they have this relationship. The worst so. part to me, it feels yeah. that feels gross and predatory, and like they're taking advantage of someone who's clearly yeah. not in a good place. And I think that's a really important thing. I, I was gonna give it a get through the timeline to bring up the the mental health aspect of it, because it is it is like watching a tragedy play out. He's also spewing hateful ideology that he has been saying for a long time. People have been editing it out. We're going to get to that. And so it is also something that it seems he believes. And it, so it's a complicated and tricky thing to, to actually unpack fairly or, yeah, in a way that will age well. But you are also 100% correct that the reason this is happening is because people with an agenda are giving him a platform and, and it's incredibly manipulative. Also, what he is saying is awful and is a disgusting undercurrent, not even undercurrent anymore. <laughs> like, cause we're going to get to that too, but yeah, it's kind of a window into just sort of like the stuff that most, most, most stuff said are like dog whistles because of, because of what he's going through. We, kind of assume what he's going through um maybe unfairly but like because of that he's sort of letting all of it out that is normally sort of like kept at bay by people who are do have this agenda right and are and are using him to push it and sort of maybe sl like slowly realizing like oh wait this is actually like irresponsible and he's saying he's saying these things that we're 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 quote not supposed to say out loud um, I don't know. The whole thing is just very odd. And uh, I think everyone listening to this probably knows someone, either a friend, family member, coworker, or just somebody they've seen on the internet who started dabbling in conspiracy stuff and started saying some odd conspiracy stuff and kind of like hinted at Pizzagate or they're like, well, you know, really, F Epstein, that kind of proves that was all true, blah, blah, blah. Within months, they're talking about the Jews. Mm -hmm. there's a mechanism by which, and this is a case where if you are a little bit unstable or just susceptible or just have a type of personality that is paranoid, the internet can draw you in and it all leads back to the same place. Like a lot of the rise of anti-Semitism, I, I believe it's just due to the conspiracy machinery because this is why I don't laugh off any conspiracy theory easily, and I don't. I tend not to just laugh at them, because it so much of it, the talk of the deep state, the talk of anything like international Globalist finance, cabal, yeah. all that stuff. It always, if you scratch one inch deep, you get overt anti-Semitism. So that's the thing: is it, it's not just that; it's it's a particular school of paranoia that causes real harm people will die because of this and the internet it's one of the bad things the internet has given us the way how easily conspiracy stuff spreads and how easily you can get locked into a bubble of paranoia with with thousands of people telling you you're right 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like imagine trying to free yourself of that, of falling down that rabbit hole when you've got thousands of people in some community or subreddit or, or wherever you're, you're getting your, your, re, your affirmation from reinforcing you every day. It's like, no, 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 you're, you're, if anything, you're not paranoid enough. Mm-hmm. Go farther. Yeah. You need to pill you even more and so on. And people just want answers to things. They want a person to pin shit on. They want a, uh, something to point to. And you go start looking in all these, this, this network of conspiracy theories and you see this disgusting through line. And yeah, anyway, I'm just reiterating what you guys have said. You know, this happens, or at least has for the last several years, every couple years, we'll get like a Kanye cycle. And, you know, the thing about it is it works so well for people like Tucker Carlson and Candace Owens, because they're not getting the criticism right now when like Tucker featured him for two days on his show, let him say whatever he want, agreed with him at several points, and then says, hey, we're just asking questions here. And so it's Tucker really highlighting all of these things and yet he gets to sit back and get the ad money on his show and not really get the criticism that should be focused on him pretty much week in and week out for spewing these ideas overtly every week and for yeah and for preying on people who yeah are in various states i mean even like even his his uh presentation of the interview was that look Kanye's fine and everything he's saying is reasonable and he's doing well. Um, and if you look at like the things he cut out, which we like, should well, then say, we'll, we'll get to. Yeah. 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 Let's get to that. Cause I feel like that's actually the key to all of it's this. Really important. Yeah. So uh, earlier this week, vice published several clips from that Tucker interview that were not aired, including that he, that yay is vaccinated. He says offhand that he's vaccinated. Tucker cut it out. There's more conspiracy stuff in there about like where fake children were planted in his house to manipulate his own children, which is a really disturbing thing. And again, something I want to interject and just say speaks to he himself has talked about publicly the fact that with his the stuff that he deals with, he, he is subject to paranoia, that he is subject to conspiracy thinking, you know, and this is so alarming. And obviously yeah. indicates that in this present moment, this is a man who's not well. He hints at, you know, being Truman showed kind of thing. And then there's some other anti-Semitic things that got cut out. He said, I prefer my kids new Hanukkah than Kwanzaa. At least it will come with some financial engineering, which is, I mean, that's just. Uh, All of that <laughs> is a nod to, to everything we've just talked about, of course. Yeah. There was another one. What did he say? He said, like, he trusts working with uh latinos yeah um and not well and then he like paused and like well not I'm, i won't say it let's just say certain businessmen yep uh something along those lines i think the exact quote um but yeah it's more more of that kind of thing but not as oh not as oh like not like they kept the not as overt stuff in the interview they cut this stuff that's very very concerning right. and framed it like everything's fine actually which is so so many words it's really grotesque and cynical and irresponsible and before we unpack some of this, I just want to add that um, uh, th- there's an ex-TMZ staffer, uh, you know, we've mentioned this, that, that 2018 rant where they, you know, they cut out that Kanye saying that he loved Hitler and Nazis. That was along with that slavery. It was a choice. It was a choice. Situation. Yeah. yeah. There's other, there, there are other situations of this, not just right now is my point. Oh, is there still more in the timeline or is it? Oh, I guess oh, there's the thing from this morning. The the banking thing is, yeah, the, yeah, the that's, okay. I most updated thing on the timeline. So several business partners have reportedly ended their relationship with Ye, including Adidas, which says it's placing its partnership with West under review, and J.P. Morgan Chase, which is reportedly ending its relationship with the Yeezy brands. But it's interesting because that news comes from a Candace Owens tweet with a letter from J.P. Morgan and she, it's it, it's not overt, but she is kind of like wink, wink. Oh, look, a bank is cutting ties with Kanye. Mm. That's our, you know, that's it, it's the same message that they're getting across. You know, here's the thing. Here's here's the trap. Here's why that conspiracy theory works so well, and why it has persisted for ever. I don't know since the the Bible times. Any action that anyone and place of business or finance takes against you for saying the anti-Semitic stuff now becomes evidence 
in your paranoid brain. See, see, mm -hmm. look who controls. It's like, well, yeah, God forbid this should just be capitalism and these businesses not wanting the stink of this scandal on them because, you know, businesses, no business wants that um, unless they think they can get away with it without anybody finding out. But it, no matter what action you take, like if he gets banned from Twitter again, if he gets banned from like immediately, it's like, see, see, they're scared of the, the truth. So everything that happens, every consequence, whether you're talking about a celebrity like him or whether you're talking about some random guy in Virginia who has gotten his kids taken away because he's ranting and raving and doing crazy things, it's like, see, see, they control the arms of power and they can, it's like, it, it is very hard to rescue somebody from that. It is almost a type of like cult thinking, I guess, mm -hmm. where oh yeah, any it's all it's packaged so that anything that happens just is evidence. It's the same thing where it's like, well, you know, I I've looked for evidence. This is true, and there's there's no there's no evidence. Like it, that's just proof They're of how getting powerful rid of it, they are. Exactly. They can yeah. get rid of any records, and and you know. I don't know. And again, this is trolls will try to say, well, you either have to, you know, you have to condemn his what he says or you have to acknowledge that he's just mentally ill. It's like, well, no, it's the words are damaging to anyone who hears them because they don't know his state of mind. But also he seems badly in need of help for all of these million other instances of him saying things that he clearly is. Yeah. Not right. I mean, even like the, the thing about his kids is like so alarming it is. because like you're you have these kids at your house and you think that they're like out to get you. That's really and dangerous state of mind. And the idea of feeling like he's on the Truman Show. I mean, look, he's a, he he's suffering from something that brings out paranoia, and he's a very 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 famous person. Every time he goes anywhere, he is documented. He is on camera. He does have a weird power over our zeitgeist and um yeah we we have to take a break soon tangential to this exact conversation i want to add in that this week tulsi gabbard um surprised everybody with the shocking news that she left the democratic party and in doing so called it an elitist cabal of warmongers and i yeah. wanted to add that to this conversation because you know She's a Fox Newser. She's also mm. in line with everybody. She has obviously been in line with them for a very long time. But this language, you know, the, this, this conspiracy-minded, anti-Semitic coded, coded word language for anti-Semitism. You know, it's just, it's very upsetting. Yeah, and like, and like what you're, uh, Jason, kind of what you were alluding to earlier about like, the, the explanation is that it's how capitalism works. Like any like wo any like woke thing that a company does, it's like well, it's not because of this conspiracy or this. It's because they know that mm -hmm. they'll lose money if they're associated with this, and if they if they claim that they believe this, then they'll make more money because they want to maximize their profits. Yeah, well, right. When when conservatives burn Colin Kaepernick jerseys, it's owning the libs. But when like a major corporation is like, we don't want to be associated with this vitriol, then it's like mm -hmm. cancel culture and trying to hide the the secret truth. Yeah. Anywho, both parties are warmongers. Uh, right. th those <laughs> right. the, the one the one thing the one United bills States that is never a warmonger like yeah the the one bills that never get stopped in the Senate are the the defense appropriation like that's the one thing that both parties those sail through like mm -hmm. like ninety three to seven uh, we agree on nothing else you you could not you cannot pass rules for clean drinking water anything else <laughs> that would not be a fight to the death that tacking on an eighty billion dollars to the defense budget no problem but. That's like screaming that they're warmongers. Like that has now become the realm of extreme, like libertarians mm. and weirdos or whatever. And that is really weird because that should be more of a mainstream. There should be at least one mainstream party that's against, like, whatever, Ukraine, whatever, that specific situation. The one party that's like, it's, we're too quick to send cruise missiles to places. Um, and right now, but that, so she's right about that, but wrong about everything else. Everything right. Else. And like why it's happening too, right? right? It's like they want, they want to people make money from selling weapons and like giving weapons and like, I mean, warmonger is correct, but 
she's wrong in what she's saying and specifically the language that she used to say it is tapping into something pretty mm-hmm. insidious. Anyway, we got to take a quick break for advertisements, oh, good. as they say other places. They do. But we will be back so quickly, so soon, for even more news. Hello, Slurpers! You know who you are. Slurping up the news, slurping up the air, slurping up life. If only you could also slurp your food. Well, today you can with AG1 by Athletic Greens. Here's the deal, Slurpee. AG1 is a superfood product that takes all your daily nutritional needs, like vitamins and junk, and puts them into a slurpable drink. Some days it's a real pain to eat, right? (laughs) Who wants to slurp a bunch of pills? Not me, they get caught. With AG1, all you need is a single slurping slurp, and you're... You're done for the day, so you can go slurp up other more important things. Just one tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients. It works to fill in the nutritional gaps in your diet, support energy and focus, aid with gut health and digestion, and support a healthy immune system. It contains less than one gram of sugar and is good for vegans or paleo or any slurping lifestyle. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash more news today again simply visit athleticgreens.com slash more news to take control of your health and give ag1 a slurp slurp your way to success with ag1 and we are back as promised for even more news jason you are a dream podcast guest because you know, you're smart and articulate and also you pitch ideas for stories. And so this is this is a Jason suggestion. Let's talk about fentanyl in Halloween candy. <sighs> cool. I can I can <laughs> kick uh, us like, off. For, yeah, for, kick so us again, off. again, stop real quick. Everybody, if you're listening, we've done an episode of some more news about fentanyl and how yeah. all the fear around it is bullshit, uh, specifically about Halloween candy Halloween and this myth. Candy. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> let us let us clarify that fentanyl will kill a bunch of people this year. Yes. It will not kill children trick or treating. Yeah. To, to be clear, opioids are savaging this country, and it is a nightmare. For mm-hmm. some reason, we insist on making up a fictional version of this crisis, and we always do this. We always do this. Yeah, it's not killing kids or the cops. Let's just say that. So what I'll just say. What I'll just say, I'm sure there's more things that I'll say, but yeah, fentanyl is actually a problem and there is much to be said about it. However, not this story and stories like this diminish the conversation that actually should be happening, which is, hey, adults, maybe be careful what you do on Halloween (laughs) evening, (laughs) but like that's separate from um, what your children are getting in their trick-or-treat bags anyway. A lot of you out there who think you're shooting up innocent heroin, <laughs> it's actually got fentanyl yeah. either mixed in it or it is entirely fentanyl. And somehow, you won't believe me, it is way worse than heroin. Anyway, but, but it will not kill you through skin contact. Mm-mm. It will not kill you because a police officer was arresting somebody and they touched someone and then they went into cardiac arrest because the fentanyl seeped through their skin. It does not work that way. It works because regular old addicts, a lot of them who got addicted to painkillers through pharmaceutical companies and are looking to continue their addiction, the old-fashioned addiction way. But please, I'm sorry, Jonathan, tell us about the stupid (laughs) rainbow fentanyl story. I just want to give the background, which is this this current panic started with a DEA press release on August 30th that said the agency was seizing more multicolored fentanyl pills and powder. They have a picture of it. It looks very, they're very colorful little pills. The press release, and this seems odd for a government agency, speculates that it's a, quote, deliberate effort by drug traffickers to drive addiction amongst kids and young adults. Mm. The press release said nothing about Halloween, (laughs) but then this really kicked off on Fox News. You got Laura Laura Trump and uh, members of Congress, Shelley Moore Capito. You've got the Attorney General of Florida all saying that they're intentionally, for some reason, going to try to sneak candy in, into the into the baskets of trick or treaters, which makes 
zero well, sense first, if you were trying to. First of all, you don't. If you want to get like, if you want to make money with fentanyl, you're not going to like kill kids because that's what it would do. Like, it's not like, oh, the kid's addicted to fentanyl now. It's like, no, that kid's dead. That's not a good business plan. Twelve-year-olds don't have a steady income to buy fentanyl with. That's a good point. It, it does no good to get someone addicted at age nine or ten. And, and if, you know, if anything, if you poison a child, they're going to find you. Like, they know they're going to be able to track exactly what houses They'll that kid went house. to. Right. Like, the drug cartels are not having meetings saying, okay, you know what our next revenue stream is, is suburban allowance money. We're going to get it in 10 and $15 increments by getting nine-year-olds hooked. It, like, it makes literally no sense, but you'll just see people repeating this. On t I have a clip of Lara Trump on Fox News if you want to listen to it for it's like a 30 mm, seconds clip. All, All right. right. I'll, I'll share my screen. We I'm going to go use the bathroom on you. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. have to ingest it. Yeah. You look at the police officers who, when they just pat people down and they find it, if it touches their fingers, they, they literally go into shock. Panic attacks. die from it. Some, I think, have died from it. The, the, the idea that you could have a kid anywhere in America, if, if one child dies from this on Halloween, I got to tell you, we have to take action to stop oh this right God. now because parents are terrified and we have no answers. What are we supposed to do? You have no answers. So, so Democrats ruin Halloween too. The Democrats ruin Halloween. Okay, so as you're, we were having this conversation, I'm like, what do these fucks have against Halloween? <laughs> like, it's it's yeah just fear-mongering uh democrats uh, the border the open borders even though they seize all the drugs all the time and they're like look the border's open they're seizing all these drugs like isn't that what you want it's so silly the idea also real quick that guy who's that guy that guy from the real world one of those hosts is from the real world san francisco oh no is it is that puck yeah yeah, no, it's no, uh, I forget his name. Not it's Puck. not. It's definitely not Puck. <laughs> and to talk about the Rainbow Fentanyl Scourge, Puck. <laughs> Puck, like, he's incredible. Is he, I mean, he's just as qualified as everybody else there. I don't uh, know. That's, Let's find I out. I can't answer that. Nobody Google really. Puck. It's yeah, not yeah. going to brighten the mood. It's not going yeah, to be, be David Rainey be good news. lives. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but one of these hosts is from uh, the real world San Francisco. He's the same guy who, like, four years ago, it was, like, after one of the many shootings that we experience uh in this country and he was talking about the marxist that killed gabby giffords gabby giffords is not dead no she is not um just so everybody knows anyway he's right that they have no answers so they nailed yeah. it that well they also don't have the right questions either do they mm. now to be clear right now there are children in proximity to fentanyl in trailers and in small rundown homes in Appalachia and in many parts of the country because their parents are just old-fashioned addicts and they are careless and they're leaving it sitting around. Again, contact is not the problem with fentanyl. It is the old-fashioned way. But for example, ask anybody who deals with the homeless and fentanyl is ravaging that population. It is eating them alive. It is so dangerous. It is so addictive. And these people are already in frail states of health. The homeless population, like the condition they're in versus 10 years ago, it is frankly terrifying. It is terrifying what fentanyl's done to that population. No one on Fox News could give a shit nope. about that. It's because the, they're picturing like these, these white cherub-faced children trick-or-treating mm -hmm. the most innocent of holidays with their plastic pumpkin and some evil person in the neighborhood who just purely threw through evilness, wants to distribute rainbow fentanyl, and if it just these kids just touches their skin, they're dead because of the Democrats. Because as we know, this the opioid addiction crisis can be traced back to the giant corporation that the Democrats ran, Purdue Pharma, and the the Democrat, the famous Democrat pharma industry, and Joe Biden's famous open border policy, mm -hmm. which is like what they're really trying to target in on. And again. We've never had an open border president. That's never been a thing. Obama loved to deport people. That's yep. never, that has never been a thing. And but. <laughs> are you guys, you guys are younger than, than I am. You guys, I'm, I'm a Gen, Gen X, which anybody knows the moment they see me because they're like, you're so like extreme. You're from the extreme era, the 90s. 
Um, you guys are uh, millennials, Gen Z, whatever. I don't know what I don't know what ages you're putting out there for yourselves. Um, <laughs> early twenties, early Gen Z. Um, I'm in my yeah. early twenties yeah. for sure. Mm. Did you guys in school? Did you have the scare about the razor blades hidden in Halloween razor candy? Because yes. I know it's a meme now. People making fun of it, where people will break open a Snicker bar and there's like a gun in there. Like <laughs> down my... And as a joke on Twitter, and I I am surprised that the younger people know what that is because I thought that was an '80s era scare. I I did not mm. know that was a thing that I think persisted. It lingered into the '90s. It was '90s too. Um, cool because it it's like okay. it's something every couple of years. I and like it's fentanyl this time. Uh, there's a period where it was like weed gummies, right? They're putting, they're making the gummies, uh, the edibles, and they're putting it in the candy. So I feel like it's something. It really is every year. And like I do remember the razor blades in the '90s too. Okay, which again is that is based on like one incident where it was like a an abusive parent doing it to their own children. The idea that there was ever. A house, houses in the neighborhood just giving out masses of booby-trapped fruit or whatever was never real because, again, that's not a crime you can get away with. A parent's going to remember where they, mm -hmm. the house that gave out the apples because the kids remember to vandalize those houses. They gave mm -hmm. out fruit. Like, that's right. They, they, they always, trust me, the kids remember who gave out the apples mm -hmm. on candy night. It's not a crime you could, like, like it's such a weird idea of how the world works that you think that on a night when a kid may have only gone to 25 houses that you're not going to re remember which house gave you the apple that had the razor blades inserted into the skin, very obvious wounds there where they, like, it was never a thing. But we had cops come to our school every year on Halloween saying, do not take, you know, unwrapped candy from strangers. Do not take, like, home-baked goods from strangers. It could be laced with poison, whatever. As if this is just the way the world works. Every third adult wants to, you know, as a sadist who wants to harm children. Now, to, to be fair, any kids listening, I know you're about to go trick-or-treating. If there are any children, I, I know you have a lot of children who listen to this sure. podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go trick-or-treating in a couple of weeks. If, if there is an adult handing out unwrapped candy bars, I will say don't eat those. Oh yeah, uh, make sure yeah. there's eat the stuff that's Expose still in a package. Kit Kats, maybe don't Never eat those. Seen that. that is a little that is a little weird. I've not run across it, but the person who who is giving you this stuff or maybe got a bite taken out of it, don't don't go ahead and eat the rest of it. But we are obsessed with this idea of it bothers me because again, right now somewhere there is a child who is being harmed and or killed by their own parent or their own exactly. caregiver. Exactly, it it's happens all, the, home, all yeah. the time, and it happens due to. Substance abuse, mental illness, uh, whatever. It's, to, you know, it brutal, horrible divorces and, and, you know, parents that are feuding with each other and get back to their kids. There are sadistic things being done to children. It is not, overwhelmingly, it is not being done by strangers. It is not being done by the godless hordes out there. It is being done by people they know. Yep. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, um, like, I don't know, because you're, you're a famous TikToker now. You've seen, I'm sure, like a lot of videos about like, you know, parking lot kidnappings for sex trafficking and stuff. And like, I'm, yes. you know, it's obviously very good. It's good to be safe and be aware of your surroundings because you never know what's going to happen. But again, the same situation where like most of most sex trafficking is done in like in families um, and people, you know, and it isn't just random like it is not people at Target. Right. Our, our precious middle aged white women at Target being kidnapped out of parking lots. Which is the trend that's on TikTok. It's like, look, if you see a zip tie tied to the rear handle of your of your Honda Accord, that's how traffickers flag women for kidnapping. It's like, I'm not saying that's never happened. I'm not saying the human trafficking is not a problem. It is a massive problem. Millions of people and youth are trafficked around the world. They are not Midwestern not white women a, coming out of right. Target. Those are not the people that need to feel threatened. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, like, you know, like, assault, like again, important to protect yourself and be aware of your surroundings but like framing it in this way of like watch out for this watch out for this this is all the sex tra sex trafficking going well, on it's like well it's honestly very similar to the conversation we had earlier about yay and conspiracy theories in a different way it's just <laughs> and yeah, just amplifying this for the, these uh fearful reasons again with about uh, where it's like if if you actually look into the topic it's actually about this and mm -hmm. this group of people this population and they don't actually care about that 
Um, it's just these little point things. Like even Dan Crenshaw tweeted about the Halloween candy fentanyl, and it's like, who? There's nobody reasonable or serious. Well, anymore. yeah, Chuck Schumer was sharing this around as well. This was like what? A, one of yeah, Chuck Schumer was like, I mean, that's repeated the claim that and a... stuff. But uh, again, it all goes from like one. They go from one picture of colored. It looks like colored little pills with completely contextless to you have to be very afraid. Parents should be very afraid. And then one group takes that and goes, and here's why the Democrats are ruining Halloween. <laughs> like, Well, here's, uh, allow me to share a conspiracy theory I believe in. You are free to disagree with me. I believe that social media and cable news, that the information skews heavily toward a message of the only thing that is safe to do is to stay inside and stare at a screen. Mm. And that whether they know it or not, like from their point of view, all they know is that the ratings go up when we scare people. Mm -hmm. Yes. But ultimately, a lot of us know older people who their life has become staying at home and staring at either Fox News or they've graduated to One American News or mm -hmm. they, they're on the internet and they're watching Alex Jones do a show for five hours a day. But it, it is a drumbeat of outside your door are savages. There are the streets, there people are roaming the streets, just snatching people off the streets, your children. It's not safe to go outside. It's not safe to go outside after dark. If you go outside, you need to have a gun. You've seen those funny photos on the internet of the guy who's at Subway, the restaurant, not, not, not the transportation. And he's got like a pistol on his back and an AR-15. He's there for, to, to get a sandwich. Like that's what he wore out. He went out with 600 rounds of ammunition to get uh, a meatball sub. And it's like, that is somebody who is just drilling into his brain every day Out, outside, outdoors, is just, a, it's just terrifying. It's a nightmare. It's a dystopia. And every person afraid. outside, too. Yeah. Not just, like, the, the environment or, like, society or large, like, not trusting anybody around. Other people are your enemy. Yeah. Keeping yes. people afraid and making it everyone is also, I mean, that's how you how we're controlled you know it's how we're manipulated it's how we buy the stories and the answers that specific people want to sell us yeah and you I have agree. uh this sort of uh graduation i guess uh well yay reference for you uh graduation from uh 24-hour news to this where well now it's all in everybody's pocket so they can they can keep you even more if you if you are sensationalizing every single moment well you don't have to be glued to a tv now and you have you have to you can be in bed scrolling you know you can you can take it wherever you go in your house um and constantly be on to the next thing yeah they don't have to openly tell you the only safe activity is to stare at the screen because if they're delivering if every segment is here's something else that can kill you well the consequences of not watching this show mean you're not going to be aware of the next candy right. fentanyl crisis mm -hmm. so you'd better stay glued right here because this is and it is such a miserable way to live and this is why i am one place where i am i truly have an unpopular opinion is when i see a group of like QAnon crazies and you see that they're like in their 50s and 60s and they're there in their QAnon gear and they've got their banner they made and they are the movement is dangerous Again, somebody will die because of this, because it, it, they're being pushed to, it's like, this is a war. Mm -hmm. it's, they're going to start rounding us up and killing us any mm -hmm. day now, any day. That's the message. I think each of those people is a victim. I, I think they are miserable. I think it has severed the relationships in their lives. I think there are millions of people who don't talk to their grandparents anymore or their, 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 their mm -hmm. aging parents because they have fallen down the One American News rabbit hole and they just can't have a conversation with them anymore because it's years into this yeah, paranoia it's stuff. You're living in different realities. You can't even have the same language to talk about anything. Mm -hmm. And it's I think it is simultaneously okay, like what I said about Kanye, to say what he said is repugnant, and also I think he is miserable. I think he's legitimately terrified. I think he probably doesn't sleep at night. I think he probably does not function normally. Because he's walking around thinking that his children are playing with actors, with mm -hmm. child actors that have been planted there. Like, that is a horrible way to live. It's not mm -hmm. like he's getting away with anything. Now, 
Tucker Carlson is getting away with something. Mm -hmm. Alex Jones is getting away with something. They're they're profiting massively off this paranoia. But the people themselves who have the paranoia, who wake up every day with it, who go to bed every day with it, it's an awful way to live. They can't make friends. They can't live a normal life because how can you be friends with somebody who's part of the evil cabal or whatever mm -hmm. the language mm -hmm. is this week? Right. And the friends they do make are just going to push them deeper down. Um, it's uh, because, it's because have... it's that cult thinking of you can only be friends within the group. Or, uh, otherwise, you're, you know, because only we, we have like the secret language and only we understand each other because they've all got this, the, the, term, the terminology they use or, or whatever. And it's stuff that's only identifiable to other to mm -hmm. QAnon types. And it is, it's awful in a lot of ways. It's also very, very sad. Yeah, it's sad and concerning. Um, that's the the tension and the real frustrating part is that it's they're just being preyed upon, um, and some people are easier to prey upon uh, for various reasons in their situation, and they know they know that they're doing that, um, which makes yeah. it all the worse. I'm just reading a little. Um, guys, we had so many stories to talk about, but instead we really got. A lot out of these first two, and I loved it. But now it is time for us to talk to you, Jason, real quick before we go about your new book, which is called If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe. Promote it. Promote the book. I don't know. Every time I go on the, the former Crack People show, which, again, I, it's, it's, it's only yours, but um, <laughs> I never know what, what percentage of the people know me or from, because I, you've obviously grown your show beyond you know, cracked as the brand. Uh, and probably some people listening to this don't know until this very moment that like mm -hmm. I, you know, we all used to work together until uh, 2017 or whatever that cursed whatever year was. Year. Mm. Um, whatever I, meta I, took the reins. And, and, and yeah, the next episode, we will talk about that. <laughs> but the other thing that I'm known for, aside from working at Cracked, so I wrote a book called John Dies at the End that became a film and that launched a book writing career for me. Well, this book is part of that series it's it's a john dies at the end there's a series of books that are episodic you can read them in any order but um it, it stars the same characters this is the fourth one and some people have been waiting for four years for this to come out and it's a big deal uh and then other people have no idea who i am or what i'm talking about <laughs> but <laughs> but that's it's it's called if this book exists you're in the wrong universe it is out next tuesday october 18th 2022 if you're listening to this episode three years from now for some reason it, <laughs> sure, sure, it's sure, out sure. there get it at a used bookstore it has a big lime green cover it's very easy to spot have I, it imported into your quest two where you're stuck right. all day with the headset that we're all using right. in the future the vr yeah, right. that we we yes. of course have all migrated to because yeah yeah look it up on we, there we've we resisted it for years and they're like all right i guess that's where everybody is so i, I guess didn't we'll realize do that. this is the fourth book that's incredible is there going to be a fifth are you going to keep going i am under contract for a fifth that's coming in 2026 but uh, this is my sixth sixth novel overall i have the zoe ash sci-fi novel so that it is as surprising to me as anyone else I, i'm <laughs> under contract for i just signed a deal for three more books so i'm under contract for books seven eight and nine that's in, incredible. In my life, That's so exciting. Series. Really cool. Yeah, it is exciting, but it is also when you're living your life uh, like one yearly deadline at a time, yeah. time moves really fast. Yeah, I bet. Mm -hmm. Really fast. Yeah. And there's people I've not talked to for six months and it's like, well, we just spoke. It's like, no, that was that was in <laughs> April. Yeah. 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 Well, we thank you for taking the time to speak with us. This yeah. was great. Yeah. Check all, all the books out. They're bizarre and hilarious. Yeah. So. Do that. Follow him on all the platforms i'd say tiktok, TikTok. Uh, it's yeah the username is jason k pargin uh p-a-r-g-i-n uh but it's same username on instagram if you're still one of the old people using instagram which mm -hmm. i guess is now uh i thought was new and i still don't know how to use instagram but mm -hmm. we're moving on and the kids have moved on to <laughs> yeah, what, what now, now the kids are moving on to snapchat What's that, the one? I think, I think Snap is still hanging around. Tel Telegram. What do the kids use now? I think What's the kids. House? I think the kids use Snapchat to DM each other. Yeah, because it's like D yeah. Instagram and Snapchat are just how they chat. Yeah, Snapchat. They tried they're... to make it like a, a platform. Like, look, you can get your news on Snapchat. Yeah, but I don't know if that I ever. I don't think really that ever took took hold. Yeah. Okay, but now that they're everybody's parents are on TikTok, the kids will move elsewhere. Yeah. So, what's mm -hmm. the kids' new? Are they on? Truth they on social. Newspapers. Link 
They're going <laughs> analog yeah. and yeah. retro. God, that yeah, would the be they're communicating via the classifieds in newspapers now. <laughs> Messenger pigeons. Mm-hmm. Oh, wouldn't that be I, great? Like the the vinyl resurgence. It's like let's get into like analog news and post classified mm-hmm. ads. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, in real life. In real life, we'll see each other because that's the one thing they can't spy on yet. Yeah, yet, yeah. Is if we just meet at a house and and just hang out together. Leave your phones at the door, though. Otherwise, you're gonna get targeted ads for whatever you talk about. God, it's so fucking true. Okay, I'm wrapping this up. This has been <laughs> wonderful. Um, follow Jason. Follow us. I don't. Oh God. Yeah. Why not? Just follow why us not? Too. Why not do it? You probably do. You're listening to the podcast. You probably already do. Don't unfollow. Just follow. No. Okay, we're done. We love you very much. Very much.